everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, today is Fantastic Fellows Friday. And since today happens to be exactly a week before Christmas, and all of next week I will be off celebrating the holidays, I thought for Fantastic Fellows Friday, I'd do something totally different. I decided to go on YouTube and try to find some Christmas stand-up comedy that was clean, which was my challenge. And I found just some clips from comedians talking about their experiences with Christmas. And we have comedians I've never heard of um, from Canada, uh Great Britain and the United States. And I just wanted to just put some humor in today. This is a FFFFF Friday. It happens to be the 55th episode of the podcast. Yay. I've only been up and running for a couple months, so I'm kind of excited. And I am going to celebrate the fellas. But there is one woman kind of slid in at the end. And, you know, I'm about the ladies. I'm going to slide her in there. It's just a very short clip, but it was really funny. And her uh, her name is Helen Hong. But I just want to do something really fun. And it doesn't feel like Christmas 2020 has been a crazy year. But I just wanted to do something holiday-ish. So I am in between different clips. I am going to play some favorite Christmas songs and they're all R&B, but I think you guys will like it. But before I even start, I want to mention some of the comedians that I found. Um, and like I said, they were <laughs> they were interesting. And at the end, I must admit, it's a little foul. There's a little cussing, so I'll put them at the end. But it's still funny what they're saying. So I just want to shout out to, like I said, I found all this on YouTube. And keep in mind, some of these are close to 10 years old and the audio was nowhere near like quality is now. So bear with me. I'm going to try to maneuver with the gain and the uh, amplifying and make it as clear as possible. It kind of reminds me back in the day in the 80s when we used to watch live TV and it was like, Compared to now, it was like old, old muffled. So the whole point, though, is for us to have some fun and laugh and just listen to a little holiday music. So this episode is going to be longer than normal because I just want people. It's it, it's, it's really rough right now. People are struggling and, and fighting for their lives. And I just want to put it doesn't feel like Christmas, you know, and um, I just want to put some fun into it. And as I said, a week from today is Christmas. And we're going to be off all next week. So this is kind of like my Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and all the other religions. I apologize. I don't know what's all going on during these holidays. So, you know, I like to say Merry Christmas because that's how I feel. And that's, you know, what I'm used to. But I respect every holiday right now that's happening. Happy Kwanzaa, of course, and Happy Hanukkah. But it's just happy, happy. So I just want to have a little fun and hope this puts you guys in the spirit of Christmas. So I figured <laughs> there's nothing better than the number one Christmas song in the entire world now. She's even done a remake of the song with her kids, which I was really hoping she did do. So I'm really excited. So let's just get this off and popping with my girl saying 
All I want for Christmas is you. You know who that is, of course.
Hey, everybody. As you know, I'm trying to put some fun into the holiday season right now, and a lot of people are hurting. So I went on YouTube to try to find some Christmas stand-up comedy that was clean. I'm going to be honest, a lot of it was not clean. So it was really challenging, but I did find some old comedy, and some of it is a little distorted because some of it's more than 10 years old. But I saw a few comedians that I thought might kind of be funny. So, you know, as I mentioned, they're from Canada, uh, Britain, and America. And I went to um, Laugh Factory stand-up on YouTube as well as Comedy Time and uh, drybarcomedy.com. So I just want to shout out to all these comedians and just mention the ones that I did capture. Michael McIntyre, I have never heard of him, but this man is so hilarious and he's pretty popular. So he has a lot of videos, so check him out. But we're going to um, have comedy, just a few things from Michael McIntyre and Marty La Laquadera, uh, La I think it's Laquadera, Marty Laquadera, Tommy Tierman, uh, Tone Bell, Alonzo Bowden, and Gerard Carmichael long before he had his own show. I mean, he was very young doing this. And Kevin Bozeman, David Mitchell, and Noel El Grobley. And I want to mention there is one woman that was thrown in here. She just happened to be part of my research, and it was really interesting. So, and you know, I'm about the ladies. I had to throw Helen Hong in there as well. So I hope you guys enjoy this. And it's so funny. I was looking at the, the subjects on YouTube, and I really like some of these titles. And we're going to start off with the one by Kevin Bozeman entitled The Only Time to Tell Kids That Santa Isn't Real. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy these com uh, comedians, everyone. Thanks. Now redo your list and keep it under one hundred and fifty dollars. Laugh before I bite all the time. Like, oh man, like, what age do you tell your kids that Santa doesn't exist? Here's an answer: when you can no longer afford their Christmas list. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Yeah, my son gave me his Christmas list. I was like, yeah, man, he ain't real. I'm sorry. It's so ridiculous. Yes. What is wrong with you? We can go houses. <laughs> Daddy could put us out now. Come on, ridiculous list. My second kid came out with a worse list. This was list. He's like, look, Dad, I need a, I need a smartphone, uh, some Air Jordans, and an iPad. I'm like, whoa, player. <laughs> Santa don't do iPads. Santa does Legos and action figures. To which you responded, well, I feel like I had a pretty good year, so I'm going to keep it on my list. And then we just uncomfortably stared at each other. Finally, I was like, well, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you. I was hoping that your friends would tell you, and then I would avoid it. But you had backed into a financial corner <laughs> with your $3,000 Christmas list. 
Now redo your list and keep it under one hundred and fifty dollars. Today, Christmas Day, is a special day, which means it's not normal. <laughs> I am not usually allowed to sit in this box and address the nation, because I am not yet Queen. <laughs> but this is all fine, because I doubt things are normal where you are either. You're probably surrounded by family, the, the ones you love, and the other ones. Look, look around you now at the ones you love. Now look at the other ones. That should give me something to talk about. So things aren't normal at the moment because of Christmas, a religio retail festival like none other. Its rivals just last for a day. You, you get a red rose, pancake, pumpkin, firework, or poppy, and have a bloody good time. But for Christmas. Everything changes completely for a whole month. It, it's as alien as if we'd suddenly become Germany, but but it's not Germany. It's Christmas land. So instead of sausages and genocidal guilt, we get mulled wine and indoor trees. They're an odd bunch, the people of Christmas land. While our popular music tends to centre around empty cliches of love. Theirs centres around empty cliches of goodwill, and is much more likely to mention reindeer, an animal with which the people of Christmas Land are obsessed, for reasons which still baffle anthropologists. Their best guess is that the thing about reindeer that the people of Christmas Land most admire is that they can fly. What remains unclear is why, when selecting an animal to admire for its powers of flight, they didn't settle on one that could actually fly. <laughs> like a robin. They're, they're very fond of the robin, but invariably portray it standing still. Nothing <laughs> is more artistic to the people of Christmas Land than a painting of a reindeer flying over a static robin. <laughs> They send these pictures to each other on little pieces of card. They they look at them and they think, ah yes, a typical scene. <laughs> so clearly, Christmas Land faces educational challenges, and that's probably because no one ever goes to school, and they hardly go to work. If they do, they simply drink heavily and try to cop off with each other. <laughs> But it's not all good news. Christmas Land has a dark side. Once steamed up on eggnog, they can be warlike people. If you're seen eating a salad rather than a heavy fruit cake wrapped in disgusting marzipan, you may find yourself rebuked with the phrase "That's not very Christmassy," which gives a troubling glimpse into their nationalistic fervour. But all in all, I enjoy my annual holiday in Christmas Land and feel that we have something to learn from these generous, musical, family-oriented, lazy, argumentative, obese, alcoholic, and reindeer-obsessed people. <laughs> And they're certainly a lot nicer than their neighbours, the tedious, puritanical, impecunious, miserable people of January Land, who bang on endlessly about their failed diets while shaking with nicotine withdrawal. Good luck getting a present out of those bastards. Merry Christmas. Christmas time. Everyone's been talking about that. You go out Christmas shopping. You've been out battling all yet? No. Go out, have fun. That's, that's why people get upset because they don't know how to have fun. When they shop, you know what I like to do? I like to get up really early and go to the mall and get that perfect parking spot 
And then all day long, I pretend to leave. <laughs> I, just, I just walk up to the car like, I don't have a problem with Christmas shopping because, you know, I'm single, and if I'm seeing anybody, we usually break up right around Thanksgiving. That's when I figure out, you know, but I don't think this is going to work. I'll call you in March. Look at you now. Because it's hard. It's easy for women. You get men anything. We get a gift, right? We're just happy you get a gift. Right? God wakes up on Christmas morning. Oh, oh it's an electric screwdriver. Oh, wow, look, baby, I can, yeah, I guess now I got to do this. You've been telling me to do it all year long. You can't do that with women, though. You can't give women appliances for Christmas. You try giving a woman a washing machine for Christmas, she will throw that thing at you. Like, I didn't know you could lift that duck, motherfucker. Here's an interesting uh, fact about me. Uh, at my grocery store, they always ask if I need help carrying my bags out. Uh, and I always accept. Um, but what they don't know is that I don't own a car. <laughs> I just like the look on Alejandro's face when we get to the edge of the parking lot. <laughs> What's up, man? There's couples here, man. I can't afford it. Relationships, man, really expensive, man. I can't afford it, but but every Christmas I get my girlfriend a nice expensive gift. Uh, but every New Year's we get robbed by a mysterious burglar <laughs> who also takes boxes and receipts. It's really weird how that happens. Like, look at sneaky bastard. Does anyone here um, have kids? Yes. Okay, so you guys know um, people who have kids during the holidays, they don't send Christmas cards anymore. They send pictures of kids, right? That's like a thing that you guys do. You like line up the little fuckers in front of the tree and like cute little outfits, like reindeer hats, and then you take a picture and that's like becomes your Christmas card. And like all my friends have kids now, so these, I only get these cards. And the funniest thing about these cards is the kid has always written you a letter on the back of the card. And it's like, Dear Auntie Helen, 2012 was a big year for me because I learned how to walk. I'm like, I don't even write this shit, you little liar. Put your mom on the phone. But I feel left out because literally every single one of my friends has kids. I always get these cards now. I, and I feel left out because I don't have kids. So I decided next year for Christmas, what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite a guy to come over and jizz on my stomach. <laughs> and I'm going to take a picture of that.
Don't forget the real reason of the season and playing that song, I hope, is a hug for a lot of you that are going through a lot right now. 2020 has been a horrible year for many people and we've lost a lot of people. So I definitely wanted to play the Temptations legendary song, Silent Night, and hope that it's a hug for a lot of you that are going through a lot. And I want to keep it moving with comedy. I'm trying to just lighten the load for this holiday season because it's going to be tough for a lot of people. And I'm just going to wrap my arms around all the listeners and say um, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Feliz Navidad, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever religion you're celebrating or if you're celebrating none, just happy and merry. And I'm hoping that this episode will kind of give you some comfort. We're going to go outside the boundaries this time and go way beyond the 30 minutes. I will be off all of next week celebrating Christmas, and then we will resume podcasting on Monday, December 28th. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see a reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering the simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. 
So I'm offering the simple phrase to kids from one to nineteen. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to which is a beautiful French word, Joyeux Noël, which means Christmas. And I'm Jewish. Uh, where I grew up, I was the only Jew in the entire elementary school. I remember like the winter holidays, Christmas holidays, was a little bit trying. Every, every holiday they have that assembly, you know, right before the holidays, and that the kids out, everybody talks about all the different holidays. I remember they'd bring me up on the, on the stage, and they'd be like, explain Hanukkah to the kids, Noel. I was like, I don't know what Hanukkah is, you know. It's, it's like eight years old. I was like, uh, it's, you know, it's a holiday where... For eight days, we get really, really like, you know, crappy socks and, and shoes and stuff for presents. And then my dad says, don't worry, you're as good as them. <laughs> it's crazy, man. People say kind of weird things like, you know, people are so clueless about all the different religions in the world. I was at this nightclub with some friends. And we were talking, and it came out that I was Jewish. And I walk outside to get my car from the valley, and this girl walks up to me. She goes, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. She goes, are you really Jewish? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, how did you get into that? <laughs> and I walked into a bank. I filled application. Boom, my nose grew, my back had shrunk, and all of a sudden I had great business ideas. How do you think I got into that? Um, there's always a big debate amongst my friends. So I got friends from all over the world, all different religions, credos, whatever you want to call it. And there's always a big debate. They're always like, what was Jesus, man? Was he, was he Roman? Was he Greek? Was he Jewish? Was he, was he like a Syrian? And I'm like, come on, I think pretty much, you know, he was a Jew. And they're like, why do you say this? Because like, think about it. Only a Jew would try to feed hundreds of people with two loaves of bread and three pieces of fish. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to see a, an episode of Celebrity Rehab with Jesus and Moses. You know? Moses, where'd you get that wine? I swear it was water, and then Jesus came over. I was like, <laughs> Being a comedian is a great job. You can travel around the world. It's a real luxury. You tell jokes, and people laugh. You get paid for it. And uh, But sometimes you're in a foreign country. Recently, I was in France, and I was doing some shows. And you're in the hotel, and I'm in that foreign country, and you just hunger for some American nourishment, like something in English. I watch a TV, there's nothing in English. Going crazy, I would, I would settle for anything, you know? All of a sudden, I'm clicking on the channels, and I see one of my classic, my favorite classic films, Dirty Harry. I turn it on, I get right to the part where Dirty Harry looks like this, and he goes, just see what you don't see that tail, I see because he's by. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, remote control stuck on surrender, great. Uh, uh. I made a mistake using my cell phone. I got back home, cell phone bill $800. I called the cell phone provider. They put me on hold, they gave me that hold music. Average hold time, 27 minutes. You've been on hold for so long, you start grooving to the music. I was like, I want it, want it, sir, sir. I was like, bro, you messed the whole chorus up. 
life and falling apart. I'm old now. Everyone here is young and beautiful. I hate you all. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting old now. I, I, um, I don't want to get graphic or anything, but um, I, I, I had to go get a, a, a prostate exam, right? Uh, and uh, then he, say, he tells me I have an enlarged prostate. I have chronic prostatitis, and two things are causing it. Spicy food and caffeine. But look, with spicy food and caffeine, I could get prostate cancer. Like, how ironic is this? I survive a nine-year alcohol and cocaine haze to be brought down by a vanilla latte and a crunchy taco? You gotta be kidding me. I'm a sad sack of something. <laughs> I've been stabbed, right? Now I can't ha handle a mochaccino. <laughs> I just got this news. Uh, my, my dad is moving out here with me. Yeah, he's moving out uh, two weeks before Christmas. He's gonna be here for Christmas. Ah, great, right? Yeah. Uh, no, he loves Christmas, though. The one thing about my dad, like every year when I was a kid for Christmas, my dad would dress up like Santa Claus. So for years, I thought Santa was an alcoholic who beats my mother. <laughs> like, hey, Santa, why do you puke in your beard? Why did my mother in a headlock? And where's my bike? <laughs> Christmas was horrible. Both my parents were alcoholics, both of them. So, like, they didn't buy me presents. They just get handed Christmas Eve and wrap stuff up from around the house, you know? I'd run downstairs, tear up my presents. Get a half a jar of mayonnaise and some dish soap. <laughs> What's with this? My dad's like, you want to drink a little bit? That's a good one plate. You have dish soap. I'm like, mm -hmm. bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> no, if they did buy me anything, it was in that name brand stuff. It was always that Kmart knockoff. I got a GI Jim one year. Not a GI Joe, a GI Jim. This guy was in the army. He's in like a Peace Corps or something. Yeah, no gun, a protest sign. That's no fun. <sighs> <laughs> my dad was me playing with my G.I. Jim. He's like, what's with the sissy doll? He's like, don't walk away from me when I'm talking to you. I'm like, I'm not. You're stumbling backwards. It creates the illusion that I'm walking away. Where are you going? Get over here. Pull me a glass of scotch. What? I hate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> invite me to your festival. A uh, big fan of festivals. Uh, I like Christmas. A lot of people give out about Christmas. They say Christmas is too commercial. They say it's not supposed to be commercial. They say it's supposed to be about the love of the baby Jesus in your heart for all the people. Wrong! <laughs> Christmas was always commercial. The very first Christmas was commercial. The baby Jesus was only born and the three wise men burst into the stable. I got to this. <laughs> I didn't have time to wrap it. <laughs> and I know it's Christmas and your birthday, but I hope you like it. <laughs> My favourite festival of all time is Lent. Why? Because it's hard. We need hard stuff. We need an austere time. Lent is an opportunity to head off into the wilderness. 40 days and 40 nights in the middle of nowhere. Trying to connect with yourself. That's what Jesus did. He went off into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, taken. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys Playing with bombs like kids play with toys One warm December, our 
to see a world when they're not free. I'm gonna get to know you better This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas The fire sun is blazing bright We can through the night and this Christmas we a very special Christmas for me Presents and cards are here 
My world is filled with tears and This Christmas the this Christmas has been remade at least to my knowledge through three generations the original was done by the legendary Donny Hathaway this version by the Whispers was done that's a whole nother generation and then of course the famous younger version that everybody is very familiar with was done by Chris Brown. So, I really at first hesitated about if I wanted to play it one more again, as they say, but I just really and truly thought that, you know, my crowd is a variety of listeners age-wise, and I really and truly thought that I needed to just go on and play This Christmas by Chris Brown because it was in not only a movie, it just, uh, it was on a soundtrack as well. And to be honest with you, I really, really think Chris Brown did justice to this song. 
So what I'd like to do without you all sick and tired of this Christmas, because it is a song that, like I said, it was made by so many people. And I really like the version of all of them because Chris Brown has his crowd. Donnie has the older crowd. The Whispers, of course, have their crowd. And I just thought it would be appropriate to um, go on and uh, show the version of Chris Brown. So, here we go with Chris Brown. I'm gonna get to know you better this Christmas. And as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. This Christmas, the fireside is blazing bright. Whoa, uh, we're caroling through the uh, night. Whoa, this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Thank <laughs> you. 
It's all happening. The festivities have begun. We are in to the festive period, which of course means huge amounts of eating for most of us. We eat more than we will ever normally eat at Christmas. It's always a time of year to test to see just how much we can eat. On Christmas Day, I eat until the announcement. I eat until I lean back and go, well, that's it. I can eat no more. I'm completely and utterly stuffed. I can't eat another thing. I will never, ever eat again. And I eat it. Half an hour later, I'm going to have a sandwich out of all the leftovers. Christmas. I can't believe I'm still eating. I genuinely believed I would never eat again half an hour ago. I have an amazing capacity for food. I think it's a Christian thing. Christians love to eat to excess on their holidays. Other religions starve themselves on holidays. <laughs> Jewish people have a holiday, they starve themselves. Muslims have a holiday, they starve themselves. It's almost like Christians have had somebody look through the Bible for opportunities to eat to excess. <laughs> so what have you got for me? Well, it says here that Jesus had a very big meal, then he starved himself for 40 days and 40 nights. Whoa, 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 go back. What was the first part? <laughs> It says he had a very big meal, Jesus. Okay, let's focus on that day. I said, we eat pancakes all day. We'll celebrate the day with pancakes. We'll eat pancakes till we're sick. What else have we got? Well, it says that Jesus died on the cross. Tricky. All right, let's take the symbol of a cross and put it on a hot bun. We'll eat hot cross buns until we're sick. How about that? But the house smell amazing. It smells divine. And then apparently he was resurrected on the Sunday. You know what? I don't even want to hear the story. We've already made our decision. We're going to hide chocolate in the garden and eat till we're sick. <laughs> and of course, all the traditions now, all the traditions of Christmas, which he loved. I mean, without the traditions of Christmas, Christmas, Christmas would not be what it is. But the point is, we don't really like all of them, but we pretend to because it's Christmassy. Mulled wine. Hot wine! We don't like hot wine! We spend the whole year avoiding hot wine! We don't have tea, coffee, hot wine! Why off me hot wine? But at Christmas, oh, I love this hot, spiced, boiled wine! Sickly sweet wine! It smells nice. After one sip, it's quite nice. Then it starts to cool and you abandon it. No one's ever finished a mulled wine. I don't think I really understand. Brussels sprouts? Why do we put ourselves through this annual bush tucker trial? We don't like them! Who decided we should be eating these squashed up vegetable fart balls every year? We don't even like turkey. We don't eat turkey all year. There's no Kentucky Fried Turkey. We don't like turkey. It's quite a dry, flavourless meat. You only have to look at what we do to it to tolerate it. Okay? We cover it in cranberry sauce and gravy. We stuff it with meat we'd rather be eating. Bread sauce? Since when was bread a sauce? Want some bread sauce? Yes, pour that bread all over my turkey. More fart balls, don't mind if I do. And crackers. Who looked at Christmas lunch and said, I know what this needs, a paper hat, a bad joke, and some toenail clippers. That's me. We wouldn't choose, okay? We wouldn't choose any of these things if we had the choice. At no time during the year would we go to a restaurant, the waiter comes over, can I uh, get you the wine list? Have you got any hot wine? <laughs> hot, sickly, boiled, fruity wine. Yeah, they don't like after one sip. You got any of that? Like any bread for the table? Liquid bread. <laughs> That's sort of chewed up a loaf and put it into a jug. I'm gonna pour that over my main meal tonight. Chef special is the chicken. 
Have you got a drier, less flavoursome meat like a, like a turkey? Any side orders? You got any fart grenades from Belgium? Is there anything else I can get you? I think a mini sewing kit would round this up. Oh, but actually, wait, sir. Half an hour after I finished, I want everything again in a sandwich. Thank you. <laughs>
hall and they cheer. Yeah, they say to forget to let you go. You're not here. Well, I can't keep explaining what they'll never understand and why I'm here. Every year, every Christmas, I return every year, every Christmas, I come here every year, every Christmas. Well, everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I was trying to just give a little laugh for people. I know it's a hard time for a lot of people right now, but I definitely wanted to play some Christmas music. And for those who've never heard any of these songs, I hope you enjoyed them. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I hope you appreciated the different versions of this Christmas, because as I mentioned there's three generations of remake of the song, and everybody did an amazing job. So, I want to say Merry Christmas to all my friends and family, to all your friends and family, and unfortunately, we should not be gathering for the holidays because as we still have to remember, the coronavirus is not only real, it's no hoax, people are dying, and we have a vaccine, we have several vaccines that are starting to be distributed, but until everyone is totally feeling safe and we're told by the country, everything's okay, please wear a mask, social distance. I know a lot of people miss family and I know a lot of people are going to travel regardless. And there's also going to be people who will not social distance themselves or wear masks and I'm just going to pray for you and your family that you survive it because unfortunately a lot of people did a lot of traveling for Thanksgiving and now we're seeing the death numbers as well as the cases so I want you guys to please 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 be safe uh, Merry Christmas Feliz Navidad Happy Kwanzaa Happy Hanukkah Happy Holiday Season and don't forget all of next week, we will not be having any episodes because we will be celebrating Christmas. I'll be celebrating Christmas with my in-home family, no one outside the home, and I'm okay with that. It's a little weird because I always have an annual Christmas party, but once this is all over, we will go back to that like everybody else in the world will be doing. But until then, please be safe, wear a mask, social distance, and just because they're in your family, if they don't live in your household, don't just assume that they do not have any symptoms of the coronavirus. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in Advocacy, capital L as in Ladies. Give us a call with any questions or comments at 404-855-7723. You can always send us an email 
podcast host, shaypate 19 at gmail.com. I definitely want you guys to follow us. Um, I would prefer, first of all, the Podbean app. I think you can get a notification sooner. And then I need you to go to the notification settings and set your settings so that every time a new episode comes up, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and sometimes I throw a few in on Tuesdays and Thursdays, depending on what's going on, because we still got to hold people accountable. So I would love for you guys to follow me. If you can't do it on Podbeam, the app is free. Definitely do it on Apple, which would be on Apple iTunes and Google Play. We're on Spotify, Pandora, and of course, Amazon Alexa Tune In. And it's really weird because when you get it from Podbean, it gives you the ladies promoting transparent advocacy link. But I noticed going outside, sometimes you have to put in an episode. So every episode, I decided to make it start with all capital letters, Shea Pate, S-H-A hyphen space P-T-A hyphen. So if you type in Shea Pate episode, all 55 Wow, I can't believe this is the 55th episode. So we just FFF on Fridays. It's uh, supposed to be Fantastic Fellas Friday. And all the comedians were uh, fellas except for Helen. I had to throw her in. Got to represent the ladies sometimes when it's all men and it's all in love and fun. And she just happened to be on that same link. So I thought it was fun. Anyway, um, just give us a call, email us, follow us, and hopefully you guys will have an amazing, safe Christmas. And on the 28th of December, we will be back. So no episodes next week, but we will be back on December 28th. Stay safe. And you know, I like to end all my podcasts with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.